those of you just tuning in, my name is Jay. I am one of the owners of Why Not? I'm the host of Seat of Your Pants. With me, as always, is the lovely, unmatchable, and curmudgeonly Mistress Kai. Curmudgeonly Mistress Kai, that's right. <laughs> What's funny, you know, we were lamenting over the fact that, you know, we like to do video before we get our guests on, and that way we can yeah. see each other talk, but we all look mm-hmm. like we just rolled out of bed or something, you know? Mm-hmm. So, Rocking the bed hair. Yeah, so we get to enjoy it, and none of our mm-hmm. listeners get to. They're only going to get the final product. So, Well, they can uh, pay us to to see that right yeah they should pay me a, a fee to <laughs> put my clothes on <laughs> the, the, only, only, the only only fans where somebody's getting dressed <laughs> right <laughs> exactly there's like, got to be you know a fetish for that somewhere right <laughs> i'm sure <laughs> spoiler alert our guest today is from the uk Mm-hmm. In case uh, those of you playing at home haven't been able to figure out what the accent And, you know, without further ado, let's just jump right into it, because that's mm-hmm. how we roll here at Seat of Your Pants. Uh, we have got uh, our model, Cece Anders. She is with Babe Station TV. And we love Babe Station, don't we? Yeah. We love those guys. We love their yeah. models. They're, mm-hmm. you know, they're one of a kind. I mean, seriously. And you guys don't get to see what we're looking at right now with CC. And it's funny because she's just like, Oh, you know, I'm so glad no one gets to see me. No one has to see me. And it's just like, you know what? She still looks better than all you all do. So So, Hey, CC, thank you for joining us here on seat of your pants. You know, we just kind of go unscripted and fly along. How are you doing today? I'm great. Thank you so much for inviting me to join you. We're so happy to have you here. (laughs) Pleasure's mine. Trust me. Nice. And you've got like wow. the best pigtails in your hair. <laughs> it's purely for the fact that it's nine <laughs> o'clock my time. And this is how I sleep with my hair. <laughs> you know what? You know, I should try that. We if, should, if I was just going to say that. Yeah. We should be doing that with our long hair. <laughs> yeah, we should. Well, my well, hair is a pain in the ass good. at night. What's that? My hair is a pain in the ass at night, and it never occurred to me to do what Cece's doing, which is braid it up. Otherwise, yeah. it gets everywhere. It's always a mess yeah. in the morning. This I'm always way, doing this, like, fine. I'm gathering yeah. it all up and flipping it Trying over to throw here. throw it up over the pillow, chuck it yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Well, right? I'll just, like, grab it like this and pull it like that so that when I lay here, it's good. Otherwise, right? all it does is tug from the top and the front yeah. Yeah. where, right. you know, I'm not doing so generous with the hair anymore. I wish I had Cece's gorgeous long red braided hair, but I don't because I'm old and my hair is starting to look like, you know, if the guy from Back to the Future grew out his hair really long, that would be be me. You know, it's funny because I'm about the same age as he is or was in that movie, I think. Something like that. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, Yeah, but I just look better than him. Yeah. Yeah. So, Cece, uh, talk to us. How long... I mean, we're just sitting here just going off and it's just like, we've got this lovely guest who, you know, I'm sure is just got tons of information, but Hey, we're only a few minutes into the podcast right now. So Cece, uh, just, you know, the basics, how did you get mixed up with these people, these crazy God. nuts over at, uh, at, at, uh, babe station. Oh yeah. Babe station. <laughs> I can't even think that's another byproduct of getting old at babe station. I mean, you know, they, they really, they, they do such great work over there. They've got, 
you know, a very interesting product. There's really nothing else like it out there. And they have like the top quality models. Like everybody we had on our had on our show has been amazing. I absolutely yeah, so love it. They they are amazing. What was your uh, origin story? Yeah, I'd love to hear I'd love to hear everybody's or- origin story. So how did you come to Babe Station? Uh basically I've been with Babe Station now about three years. Um so not not a huge amount of time, not like in comparison to some of the models that have been with Babe Station for virtually the full 20 years that they've been running. Um, I'm relatively new in comparison, I suppose, to some. Um, basically, I started just collabing with a couple of other models, completely away from Babe Station, just for self-content stuff, and met up with a model, and she was like, oh, you should totally join Babe Station. I was like, oh, no, I could never I could never do Babe Station. That That's... That's that's not the sort of uh, like the models on Babe Station. When you look on the TV, they're they're stunning. They're all they're, they're just it's it's just yeah, that's just phenomenal. So <laughs> I was like, that would never be me. <laughs> and she was like, just give it a go. Honestly, they're not fast. I mean, I'm covered in tattoos as well. So I was like, oh no, I'm like, not not that sort of thing. She goes, honestly, just give it a go. I was like, oh no, I'm too I'm too. Can I swear? Yes. <laughs> Of course. <laughs> I was like, I was too chicken. I was too chicken shit to try it. Really? Um, yeah. And she was like, look, they've asked me to do a girl girl special, which is a higher level show that they put basically on the red button on TV. Um, so they can do slightly higher levels than they can do on normal mainstream TV. She was like, come along with me, give it a go. She goes, if you don't like it, you're not committed. It's just a one-off show then. I was like, okay, all right. And I'm going to be with you. So it'll be fine. You can hold my hand um and went along with her and yeah I loved it I loved the atmosphere the producers the other models uh, they were just all amazing I was like right when can I come back (laughs) (laughs) that seems like that's their environment over there They're, they're just it's very uh family feeling and everybody's so supportive of one another and and that it comes from the top you know what I mean and yeah. So were you doing any type of camming or any any adult work before you did that that one off that, you know, ended up leading into something else? But what were you doing before that? I was working in data protection and insurance. Oh my god. <laughs> Get out of data. I, st- <laughs> I was still doing that for the first three uh-huh. months while I was doing Babe Station at the weekend. That's a very short amount of time to have uh, the transition. <laughs> Because a lot of times, you know, it takes people like a year, two years, whatever, from their their vanilla job or whatever. So you Mm -hmm. were doing that for three months overlapping, and then he just left. It was because of COVID, believe it or not. COVID started, and everyone was working from home. So I was able to put more time, while I was working from home, doing the nine-to-five stuff at home, I was able to put more time around that, around my vanilla job, into my other sort of my adult work, the sex work side of things. Um, So into Babe Station and the other things. And I was like, do you know what? I'm actually, I'm, I'm not smashing it by any means, but I was at a point that I, I could sort of balance it out. I was like, okay, I can actually give this a go now full time. And spoke to my boss in the insurance company. He was like, yeah, do you know what? I'm going to have to have my notice in. I'm, I'm going to go work full time at Babe Station. He goes, I'm not going to lie. This is the first time we've ever had someone leave a corporate job here and go into adult sex work. <laughs> I was like, yeah, let's be the new one. <laughs> Did you get along with your boss? I mean, was it kind of a tough, you know, to leave that? I got along with everyone I worked with really, really well. Yeah, they were a lovely group of people. They all knew what I did. They knew that I did Babe Station at the weekends. 
none of them judged me for it, had any issue with it. So when I said I'm going on to that, they were like, we're not surprised. We're not shocked. Um, so yeah, it was, it was a, it was interesting transition. <laughs> it's good, but it sounds like it wasn't really that stressful, you know, I guess in the grand yeah. scheme of things. So I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. It's funny. Uh, just a real quick antidote. When I came into the industry, it was in 2000 and I was leaving a Hollywood entertainment PR job and I had my <laughs> resignation. Yeah. I, I had my resignation letter just sitting on the boss's desk and I didn't like the boss and he didn't like me. But I basically filled a quota for like dirty older men working on the job, you know, <laughs> when it was mostly younger women fresh out of college who were just there to work and do all this great stuff. And I fucking, I'm like, I got to learn how to function in society if I'm going to move on from here. And then I got a great opportunity and it was just like, everybody knew I was leaving and they could see that my desk was getting lighter and lighter every day. Cause I was slowly, cause he was the type of guy that if you told him you're going to quit, you're out of there, like right there on the moment. So my desk was bare. I had a teddy bear sitting on my desk and I was going to quit. <laughs> People are like, you still haven't fucking told him? What the hell? And I put the letter <laughs> on his desk and, you know, I'm just like, I'm quitting, blah, blah, blah. He's like, where are you going? I'm like, I'm going to work in the sex industry. And just the look <laughs> at his face just went white. <laughs> and he just, he left. He got up and he fucking left. What? So I wish, I wish I heard more stories like this where it's just like, take this job and shove it, you know, kind of thing. But we have some really well-adjusted people that are on this show, so I can't really fight that, you know? <laughs> and you know what's great about CC's story is that yeah. he's like, oh, that's great. Like, there's none of that puritanical bullshit that we have over here where people are standing in judgment or you're apprehensive to say, it was just sort of like, yeah, okay, well, I'm going to go over there full time. And, you know, and they're like, you know, wishing you luck and all that. That's Yeah. That's we don't hear stories like that that often are here. Open? Are you very open about what you do and the people that you're around? Uh, I think in their general? society is like that over there. Yeah. Their society is like that. Yeah. Everyone knows what I do. All my friends, my family. It's not a secret. It's when we go out, they're like, oh, so what did you do today? Oh, you know, I just had a group orgy with like five girls. What was your day like? And they're like, oh, well, I was just sat in the office doing this. It's like, cool. Do you want to go and get a drink? Do you do, do, you do boy girl <laughs> stuff as well and shoot your own content? Yeah, so it's it's quite it's quite entertaining. So they'll be like, "Oh, were you on TV? Were you on cam? Were you doing content?" And I'm just like, "Yeah, doing this." And they're like, "Fair." <laughs> which which do you like the best? What are some of the the things that you like to do the best? And you know, what do you think you uh, do the most on, or the best on? I should say it's a real mixture. I I love Babe Station. It's without Babe Station, I wouldn't be able to do everything else because even though it's camming, it gives a bit of consistency. So you have your, you can book in your set shifts, you can have your set hours. So you can basically guarantee a set amount of money as a minimum per month. So then anything else I want to do around that, I have the flexibility to do that purely because of Babe Station. So, and you get a lot of publicity through there as well. I'm not going to lie. You it's get a lot the, of what? It's the biggest publicity. publicity. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the biggest TV, the biggest camera. There's not one person you go, oh, I work for Babe Station. They're like, who's that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right yeah there's there's really nothing like it anywhere else that's the thing that i love so much about babe station and the fact that you know we've got such great support from from the guys over there as well as the models that are on our on our uh um on our podcast mm-hmm. um there there i can't think of anything that's like it anywhere else yeah it is amazing I mean, it's lovely <laughs> you knew you, you obviously knew about it years before you ever got involved right oh yeah when i was a kid i used to watch it on t- like flick through and be like Hey, look, there's a girl shaking the phone. (laughs) (laughs) 
so let me ask you this: like, I guess some of the perks that you have do you do they ever send you to do to do any traveling or any spokesperson type stuff? You know, I guess to help me understand, uh, you know, just how involving it is. It very much depends. So it's okay. So they have there's certain things that they can do. So they'll do group shoots, they'll do photo shoots, and they get linked up with podcasts and stuff like yourself, like a lot of TikTok companies that they'll get involved in. Um, we'll go to certain, both station will go to certain events and publicise. So depending upon where they are in the UK, then yeah, some people will need to travel to those. Comic-Con last year, they sent a few people to. Yeah, I think I met, the first time I met someone from Babe Station, uh, both models and uh, staff, was at the uh, TES show, which was originally called the European Summit, became the TES Affiliate Conferences in Barcelona. And this would have been going back, God, eight years, seven years, something like God. that. <laughs> yeah. Back when you were probably in grade school. I'm 35, so no. <laughs> wow. Wow. How did you do I that? Got, I, got, I got into the industry very late. <laughs> but yeah, you got lucky. You obviously stay out of the sun. Clearly with my skin color. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I'm the same way. Factor 50 all the way. Yeah. You know, what uh, I love about how- what you just said is that uh, about going to Comic-Con, like I can't even imagine. Does anybody from, Jay, do you know, does anybody from our industry here go to Comic-Con, our Comic-Con? Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, a lot of cosplayers in the industry, a lot of cosplay cam girls yeah. like to go to Comic-Con. I mean, I know a lot of techie geeks who, you know, it's like, you know, comics are their thing, you know? It's just like, they, they love that shit. People no, from our industry no, have booths there? there? Oh, no, Not that okay. I know of. Yeah, yeah, that's what I, I was wondering. Money. But uh, yeah, that's a thing. I don't. I, I I would love to go one of these days, but I've never mm-hmm. been. Have you ever been at all, either of you? No, I haven't. No, but it sounds like Babe Station. Am I understanding that right? Babe Station has like a a booth over there. Or oh something? no, no, no! They don't have a booth there. Oh, they go oh, okay. there. They go there with a group of models, and yeah. they'll be there'll be models that are really into the Comic Con. So there's no point mm-hmm. sending someone like me who I'm not into that side of it. So mm-hmm. they get involved with the girls that are into Comic-Con, send them along, and then they go along, basically chat to people and just get word of mouth out, yeah. really, mm-hmm. and have a good time, and it gets the face out. So they're like, oh, where are you from? I'm from Babe Station. Yeah. People are like, mm-hmm. oh, cool. Yeah, so about your tats, because you're pretty covered up right now. Like, wh- <laughs> how many do you have? Like, what percentage of your body would you say is all covered? Um, it's mostly like my... I've got, like, two on either of my thighs, um, both the top of my feet, my wrists, my arm, down my sides, under here, down my back Oh, my a goodness. Bit. That's a lot. <laughs> so, so oh, uh, this is, that's the one that everyone seems to recognize me oh, from yeah. when I'm on social media, because it's Love such a it. big... It <laughs> is big. Yeah. Oh, it's pretty. Yeah, it and then like hell too. Got, Yeah, like the tops of the feet. <sighs> yeah, if it's that nice to the touch... Very nice. Yeah, if it's nice to the touch, mm-hmm. it's going to hurt that much more while it's getting done. Yeah. So, yeah. Sounds like a good third of your body, at least, if not half, <laughs> is, uh, is I'd padded. say a third would be there. third would be yeah. fair. Are a lot yeah, of right. your fans, you know, sort of inked, like hardcore inked folks? I'd say a mixture. It's a mixture, mm-hmm. really. It's ones that are either really fully tatted themselves, and then they'll be like, oh, they'll message me, or when they come on my stream, they'll be oh, I've got a new tattoo, you'll appreciate it, and they'll start telling me about mm-hmm. it. Or they're ones that just appreciate the artwork of it. Yeah. 
I don't have any tattoos, but I love the artistry of tattoos. And I love Mm -hmm. that, you know, um, because I'm an artist and I I do a lot of like charcoal pencil work. And I could never do tattoos. People have asked me and I've designed tattoos for people, but I could never do it myself because of the permanency of it. It's not like you can just, okay, I don't like the way that looks. Let me fix it. Let me change the shading and the shadowing. Mm-hmm. And and I have such a mad respect for tattoo artists because it's like one and done. You know what I mean? I mean, of course, you go over it, but like one and done. And um, people, it, it's just such tremendous artwork on the, on the body. Like it's it's living art is sort of how, yeah. how I perceive it. Have you ever tried to, uh, I guess, win any awards at all, whether as a performer or even like as an inked performer? Because there is stuff very much catered to what you offer. Um, I've got involved in a couple of competitions in the early days, but it was very much when I just started out and didn't have much of a fan base. Um, but recently, I'll be honest, I'm not too bothered about it. Not in a. It's just a case of I just very much I enjoy what I do. I like my life. I don't feel that I need mm-hmm. to go in any sort of competitions or anything to prove that i'm just happy doing what i'm Mm -hmm. doing that's cool yeah everybody's Mm -hmm. got a different philosophy and the way i look at it is you know a lot of times whether you're interested in awards or not if you just enjoy the work and continue pursuing and doing what you like doing it'll come you know one way or another it'll come Mm -hmm. and if you don't want it to come you can you know you can say look i'm not interested you know yeah but no i'm just i just love what i do so yeah (laughs) have you always lived in the uk your whole life yeah, I've always lived within sort of an hour and a half of where I'm living now. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, Kai, I think you're the same way. You've always kind of been your, you haven't left too far from where you grew up. Philadelphia. Yep. I mean, I've gone around and, you know, I'm very, um, I enjoy a very nomad, nomad type of existence, which is hard for me now because, you know, staying at home and caretaking and all that. But I like to move around, but as far as any type of permanency, it's always within the Philadelphia region. I like it here. I like the four, you know, we have four seasons. I, li- I like that very much. And, you know, I think it's like that for most people. Isn't there some statistic about how people end up living 25 miles from like within where they were born or where they were raised? In the redneck area that I grew up? Yeah. The majority of the people stayed there. <laughs> when I was 17, I couldn't wait to get the fuck out like get me out of here yeah you know i need to be around yeah. people that mm-hmm. you know don't hate me and are not like you know all the same yeah i want to talk about our fan base a little bit because you have two very niche things going on you are a natural redhead and then of course the ink that we talked about so you must have very dedicated fans and the reason i bring this up is because my best friend of i think we're 40 some years now natural redhead and I'm not kidding. I have seen in my lifetime men trip and stumble over themselves. We, I've had men f- like flag our car down, pulling out of a parking lot because they are the men who love redheaded women are very dedicated. I'm so one. I'm wondering about your fan base, right? Oh, yeah. I've been losing my shit over redheads. <laughs> the, things, <laughs> the things I have seen, I have witnessed because she's a natural redhead. I'm like, this is this is kind of, you know, psychologically fascinating to watch, you know, the sheer like blinders. So I'm wondering about your fan base. You must have a great fan base. It's funny you say about that. 
I never see myself as a redhead. I always see it as a brunette because it's only in like bright light that it shows the sort of auburn uh-huh. red tint to sure, it. Sure, I can so see it. Every- yeah. uh-huh. So uh-huh. in everyday yeah. light, it just looks brown to me. So I don't even publicise that fact. Um, mm. But yeah, I do have fans that I've got that I've got a decent amount of fans that have been with me virtually from the beginning. And Mm -hmm. they stick with me and they'll chat to me about anything and everything from what they're choosing in B&Q to their cat's holidays that when they're going away to any to their wildest fantasies. And they just talk to me all the time. (laughs) I mean, that's the best way to be because it's so much harder to cultivate new clients and new customers than it is, you know, you're expending less energy and all that. I mean, and it's really a testament to you that you have such a strong fan base that's been with you from the beginning. Like that speaks a lot about who you are as a person. Like they must be just wonderful to engage with. I like it. It's a lot of the time when people say, how do you do well on cam on whatever platforms? And it tends, you just talk to them. The, the biggest thing is mm-hmm. a lot of people are on those sort of sites because all they want is that connection. Whether it's sexual or emotional, they just want a connection. So if you can get them on the... Oh, that sounds awful, get them. But if you can relate to them or connect with them on a personal level, to start, even if it's just how's your day, taking a bit of a general interest in them, then to get them to connect to you sexually and spend with you sexually comes as a natural transition because they already like you as a person. Yeah. Well, it makes perfect sense. I mean, you know, there's agencies out there that, you know, do chats with your fans uh, for people who are too busy to talk to their fans, so to speak. You know, there's quite a bit of that going on out there, which, I mean, I get it. But at the same time, it's just like, if I was a fan, you know, and I got someone and I'm not even sure if I'm talking to that person or not. And, you know, now that we got AI out there too, you could be talking to a God, fucking yeah. doormat. I mean, it's just like, I don't know. <laughs> the fact that, you know, I'm older, we're older, whatever. And I mean, you've, I've, you've as well, CC, have lived a life where you knew what things were like kind of before the internet really took over so much. Yeah. You know, uh, you know what it's like to have to be real and have consequences and deal with people and stuff. And I mean, there's a lot of people getting online. I mean, chances are you've got some fans who are 18 to 21 years old, the younger guys of, you know, that older woman, I guess, fantasy thing, but you know, they're perfectly content, uh, you know, to talk to you. And that's like the sum total of their, their sexual, you know, outreach. Um, they just, they only know a world where, you know, where this, this exists. And I think in a lot of ways it's, it's going more in that direction because they'll be content talking to an AI at some point, which, Mm Mm-hmm. That scares the shit out of me, and I don't plan on being around when that happens. <laughs> you know what? I mean, we're going to lose. Th- there's just this element of authenticity that's going to be lost yeah. if we're just dealing with AI and not people. Yeah, and the the multi layered and the complex, and then the terrifying part of it is, and I'm seeing this a lot on Twitter because I'm getting slammed with bots. They're getting so much more sophisticated, yeah. and they're starting to have this sort of multi-layer sense to them when they're writing out these ridiculous tweets, they're not, get, they're not so ridiculous as they used to be. So the AI, and look, if some dummy like me is noticing it, that the AI is getting more sophisticated. 
Well, just it's wait scary. for the day. Is it going to bump us out of business? Kai, wait for the day when your computer starts talking to you and it's going to be in a voice <sighs> from somebody that you know, like me. Like it'll be somebody pretending to be <laughs> me going, Kai. I'm fucked. I'm at the cops right. right now. They've got me locked up. I need $5,000 in bail money. Please help. I'll pay you back $6,000. And then you're like digging for your bank right, account right, and right. you're putting it in someone's account. Yeah. And then you call yeah. me up and I'm like, yeah, uh-huh. you just got done using the toilet. What, what's up? You're like, what? Are you kidding me? You know? I mean, <laughs> sorry, that was really stupid. But, you know. Look, they're already trying to do like, and look, I am a very, very, very little squirt in a big pond and they're already approaching me with ridiculous things i get them in my dms all the time and if i wasn't just such a gritty uh you know very skeptical person some of them i might have went i might have given pause and been like hmm that's that's interesting that's an interesting offer but they're not real everything is bullshit (laughs) right right i got a question i got a question for you cc um do you have any products or sex toys or anything that are marketed in your name or your brand or is that something you'd ever be interested in because you could probably make a killing on that babe station i think in general they took their top models absolutely your whole line of you know sex toys branded around you know cc anders you know i Mm -hmm. don't but that would be amazing i would love to have like my own like because what was that i saw the other day when they have the pussy in the jar (laughs) Yeah, the flight is just the generic term. Yeah, (laughs) imagine like being able to select your own babe station model. (laughs) Seriously, you get a percentage of every. There you go. You just. You just created something. <laughs> All of the fleshlights for the babe station. You know models. what? I'm going to hook something up. I'm going to talk to. I'm going to talk to my guys over there. Yeah, because I think you're like right? either the third or the fourth babe station model that we've had on our show. And yeah. every one of you has been mm-hmm. completely delightful and drop dead gorgeous. <laughs> and I mean, honestly, mm-hmm. you know, this would be like a huge sensation all across the UK. It's just like, which babe station <laughs> model will you be having sex with today? You know, right. Make sure she gets cut in because she's the one. Well, they would be, yeah, they would be getting the bulk of it. I would, I would just be getting pocket change so I could take you out to McDonald's. Guy, you know, but they would be getting the bulk of it. Look, when you come to Philly before the Exotica, we'll make sure you treat me to McDonald's. I'll take you to some place near that Four Seasons place where Rudy Giuliani's makeup ran off his face. I can't wait to take yeah, you, you there because the, the dildo shops across the street. Yeah, I mean, you and all, CC. I mean, I know that American culture is rammed down everybody's throat, you know. But do you like follow uh, anything and all the, the just the hijinks that go on here in the U.S. or are you like pleasantly sheltered away from all that and not even? Look at her face. I'm jealous of you. I am literally jealous of you. I know. Me too. But I, I mean, literally. Me too. I live in like a little world where I'm very much stay blissfully naive to anything yeah. that goes on. If it's if it my argument my attitude is if it's something serious enough, my phone will send me a notification saying news report this has happened. <laughs> Otherwise, I don't need to know. I don't need to look for all the worries in the world. It will find me if it's that bad. That's why you look so healthy and amazing because you don't right? have any stress. You don't yeah. have to deal with any of this, this nonsense and right? stuff you know so yeah. let me ask you like yeah. what kind of things do you like to do for fun uh when you're not you know working or camming or you know doing adult stuff again very simple stuff like yeah. i like to go to the gym i go boxing um i'll go camping with my friends and family i really? love my favorite yeah i love just being able to go do you know what next weekend i'm going to book an airbnb somewhere in the middle of nowhere and go away for a few days Oh. Or I hang out with my pet ferrets. I, I'm classy. 
So, so when you go, when you go camping, I mean, are you like are you like pitching a tent? Are you doing like the outdoors yeah. thing? Wow! So you're like totally we have. I have like a there. blow up bed. I take a little fridge with me and a kettle, so I've got everything I need with me. But yeah, we have a tent and I have a blow up bed that I sleep on. Nice. I actually know a I number of uh, number of cam performers in the U.S. that are are earthy and like to do things like that as well, and are very handy with you know with tools and the outdoors and stuff that you would just, I know you would hit it off with them. Like totally, you know, you're just, you're living two separate worlds an ocean apart, but right. there's just, you know, there's, there's synergy. There's synergy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's very grounding and it's very grounding to be that sort of at one with nature, you know, huge departure yeah from everything else and all the stimulation and having to be on and entertaining and and then you can just go and chill and yeah yeah jay i can think of just probably about 12 people off the top of my head yeah that they love that they love camping and and like they're really you know camping lifestyle like they're really into so it so when you're doing boxing like i mean are you actually sparring and competing? oh gosh no you don't do sparring um i do more pad work so it's um one-to-one with um, a trainer, and it's just on the pads. Yeah. So I'm trying to get uh, an idea of how big you are. I mean, can you provide us with your stats and all that? You look not, not, pretty not, fit. Not, I, I'd say I'm getting there. Yeah? <laughs> like, like how, t- how tall are you? I'm five foot ten. Five foot ten. Wow. And you did it like that. Would, usually they do centimeters. love to be that tall. Yeah. Usually it'd be like, I'm 179, you know, or something like that, you know, in centimeters and shit. Because I can figure out uh, metric just like I can, that. I can, go- I, can, I can Google it. Yeah. No, I know exactly what it is. 5'10 is 178. How do I know that? Because I'm 179. I'm like that much taller than you. So... Okay, we have to talk about the ferrets because, you know, I'm this massive animal lover. I I like all animals before most people. So are they nearby? Can we see anybody? Two seconds. If you don't don't mind me running in the next room. I don't mind. I am thrilled. And you know what's what's funny, Jay? Uh, our, Our podcast mascot Ms. Jezebel has not made an appearance No, because she's locked yet. up. She's been a little bit of a bad girl and I decided, you know oh. what, she needs to just kind of stay away. But uh yeah. We've never had a show without her making an appearance. I mean sometimes we talk about it. <gasps> oh yay, oh, who is this? This is Zumi. <laughs> Zumi Oh That's, my god, I can't uh, stand it. Is it a girl? Yeah. Oh my god. Oh say hi my look at the face. <laughs> They're so ornery. I love ferrets. They're just like happy-go-lucky no, and let no. me see what kind of shit I can get yeah. into at the same time. I mean, are they more like dogs or more like cats? I can't figure it out. <sighs> they play, they like play like stretched yeah. out rats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like They're super ferret, flexible. Yeah. yeah. Like, yep. They're bendy and they do all that. kinds of like acrobatics Ooh. and like Cirque du Soleil type stuff. <laughs> that one just like doesn't give a shit. Like, be like, yeah, here, here, no. here I am. I'm good, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, so, how long have you had, uh, how long have you had Zoomy? Uh, Zoomy, she's five, but I've had ferrets since 2007, 2008. Mm-hmm. So, am I pronouncing it right? Yeah. Is it Zoomy as in, okay, Zoomy, yeah. okay. Oh. <laughs> 
Wait, is that oh another one? Goodness. No. No, yeah, that's just Zoomy running off. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. No, I mean, it, it's funny. Because You've never seen ferrets, Jay? You've never really I mean, played with them? Or? Maybe once or twice, like a long, long time ago, or maybe like a video mm-hmm. on YouTube or something like that. But I've never just like been oh, around and hung out with them, you know? They're like... She's gone. Like land otters, sort of. They're silly and playful and, and and affectionate and ridiculous. They're just like, they're a whole bunch of fun. Well, so let me ask you, yeah. Cece, uh, as far as uh, this year is concerned, do you have any big plans to do anything, to launch anything? Uh, is it just business as usual for you? Um, business as anything? usual, I'll be honest. I, as I said, I'm, I'm very much one of those people that if things are working... Things are going well. I'm quite happy and content. I don't need to go hard and fast. I'm just, as long as my life's good. You're just kind of going with the flow and it's just a process. (laughs) Uh I I don't really have any massive future plans. I'm just like, you know what will happen will happen. I just, yeah. (laughs) That's really refreshing to hear, you know, because again, it adds to the stress when you have to think about things and you have to, Put stuff in motion. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've always got a ton of things on my plate, so it's, you know. Uh, right? Yeah. I was just thinking the same thing. Like, I'm a little bit jelly because I wish I could be more like that. I really <laughs> do wish I could be more like that where I could just – look, I'm a li- live and let live person, but I'm always the one that's in charge and doing the things, and I would love to just be more of that mindset, be more relaxed and chill be and be in present. CC seems like a very, you know, present person, right? Would you describe yourself as that? that yeah. Yeah. I don't, I'm not yeah. one of those people that I stress over something that's happened. I'm like, if something's gone wrong, it's, I can't really do much about it. It's gone. It's happened. Um, mm-hmm. And when everyone's like, oh, what's the plans for the future? What do you want to do in the future? What are you doing next week? I'm like, mate, I can, I'm literally, I'm focusing on this week. Then I'll yeah. think about next week. That's mm-hmm. it. Right? What's SCC? Let's ask you some uh, <laughs> ridiculous questions. I'm feeling that we should just okay. give her a choice between two things and see what she picks. Oh, you let's see you lead that because you're very ridiculous. Yeah, so. I am, but I also want to be somewhat <laughs> propri- not impropriety or very impropriety. I can't even think of the word. I, I don't want to be sounding like a complete just like dick, I guess. So let's see here. What? Um, Go for it. You can't shock me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but unfortunately, I could probably shock some of our listeners or piss them off, and I don't want to do that. Right. No, I, I get that we're yeah. in good family company here. So uh, let's mm-hmm. see. Would you rather? Mm-hmm. Would you rather lose the ability to taste for a month or orgasm for a month? Right. I'd actually go with something completely opposite to what you'd probably. I'd go for lose the ability to orgasm for a month. I really like my food. <laughs> you can still enjoy yourself you, without having the actual orgasm. You didn't say you can't you can't right? have the build up, I can't do any of the stuff. Right. I just would be a bit sexually mm-hmm. frustrated for a month. Absolutely. But if you if you can't taste food, then that that that's a whole other thing. You can't even enjoy it at all. I'm with you on that. Right. I'm with you on that. <laughs> all right. I got another ridiculous question for you. And this'll I guess say more about your fears and your ability to be daring would you rather would you rather jump out of a plane or go in front of an auditorium of five thousand people unrehearsed and have to entertain them for 10 minutes i'd go in front of people any day 
purely for the fact that heights terrify the shit out of me. (laughs) (laughs) I can't even go down an escalator without holding on because of the fear of God that I'm going to fall down. I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to fall off this escalator. So I literally hold on for dear life. Have you ever been on an observation deck of a high-rise building before and looked Mm, mm, out? No, no. I mm. I, I couldn't do that. I could not do that either. No, even if I I I go walking a lot in the summer and I'll go on a lot of hilly places... My family and stuff would be like, look at that view. I'm like, I'm good from back here. If I get too close, I get that feeling that I'm just going to fall off it. And I ain't doing that. <laughs> yeah, like seriously, what is your comfort level? At what point do you feel like you're going to, you know, like get weak in the knees or get sick? Like one story up, two stories up? Oh, she, she can't even do the escalator. Yeah, so it's, it's literally up. one. It's pretty bad. It's one story up. Right? It's you're just, worse I feel than like me. I just, I just get a feeling that I'm going to fall. I'll do it but I've got a feeling that I'm going to fall. It's like, you know, get the stairs that have the gap in between. Yeah. Oh, they yeah. make me mm-hmm. sick. I literally well, have to hold are, on. I'm like, yeah. oh, no. I think those are illegal <laughs> in the US. Like, I don't think you can have <laughs> stairs with gaps in between them. They have to be solid, you know? I, I'm, I'm right, almost positive right? that, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, oh, I wish yeah, that was a thing here. <laughs> as well. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let me think of another. Do you have one handy, Kai? Otherwise, I'll come up with another one. Um, Let's see what, what I'm going to steal this from Jimmy oh. Kimmel. I think it's Jimmy Kimmel that does this. What is the best sandwich? Right. I know it's so silly and ridiculous. I know. Right. That's why I'm asking. You said be ridiculous. I like cheese and onion, like cheese and raw onion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just a cheese and raw onion sandwich. Not even anything fancy. <laughs> That's all right. I'm done with that. <laughs> Or cheese and coleslaw <laughs> if I'm going to be really extravagant. Mm. Yeah, oh that's kind of gross. <laughs> Have you, you ever tried it? <laughs> Have you tried it? You cannot criticize it unless you've tried it. No, I've done <laughs> I've done the cheese and onion before, but I've also cooked it. Like I'll cook it on a bagel or something like that. But I've definitely done that before. Mm. I'll have like cheddar and then I'll put like red onion on top of it and not cook the onion. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And what about the nah, coleslaw? Coleslaw is like do you separate. like you eat that with nothing. Do you like no? But no, you've got to try it. You've got to. You've got, I love you've got to promise me that at some okay. point you are going to try <laughs> cheese and coleslaw in a sandwich. <laughs> then you can message me and go, "It's rubbish." Until then, no. Right? Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. I will try that. I will try that and get back to you. Oh, look who Here's showed up! Wasn't oh. I just asking? This one's dandy. Oh, oh that's not no, Jezebel. This one's dandy. Oh, I thought it was really? Jezebel. Yeah. Oh, okay. Would you rather have? <laughs> so stupid. Would you rather have a pinky chopped off, or? Oh my goodness. Or um, a molar removed. I've had a molar. Oh, yeah, I'll go for a molar. People... I'll go for a molar removed because I've had that done before. Yeah. <laughs> so that that I could I a could lot handle. People it. are so terrified of yeah, the dentist, exactly. right? That was a good question. Really yeah, no, I'm, not, I'm not fussed about the dentist. I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. Crack on. Do what you need to do. So you've had a molar removed. Mm-hmm. I just had my first mm-hmm. one removed about two months ago. Ever. Oh yeah, no, they're not fun. But no, yeah, I've had it done. Sucked. In fact, I still got it here somewhere. <laughs> No, I was like, they were like, do you want to see it? I was like, no, no, I don't want to see it. Why do I want to see what's just caused me pain for over an hour yeah. while you're removing it? Just get it away. There it is. And this wacko's got his yeah. tooth. Oh and also, God. when my cat went in to have his teeth cleaned, one of his teeth fell out. You kept the cast yeah, teeth? Yeah, it's in here. It's right oh, my there. goodness. I know. 
Jay's waiting for the tooth fairy. Told you we waiting that. a long time. <laughs> the tooth fairy exists. <laughs> do you believe in oh, the yeah. Easter Bunny? Do you have yeah. the Easter Bunny? <laughs> did, did, did you believe in all that stuff? Do you do you still believe it? No, I'm just kidding. Did you? No. <laughs> <laughs> I used to. Yeah, oh, I, I used to write to my tooth fairy. She used to write my bless, bless my mum, bless her heart. She used to get these tiny little cards, and she used to write to me. <laughs> As the tooth fairy. Aww. And I used to write to my tooth Aww. fairy and she used to build a castle. They had castles built out of teeth and she had a dragon fairy. Wow. <laughs> Wait, what? Did you have the elf on the shelf too? No, that God, that was, that, was well, that was well after my time. <clears throat> oh, okay. Yeah, I used to do that to my kid and he actually believed it. It's like, oh my God. No. That's like terrorizing your child. Like, <laughs> let me get the gist of this. So this this elf, you move it around Ooh, at night, yeah. and the, the the kid thinks. So your child thinks this thing is moving around at night, but it is also keeping an eye on them so that they're not naughty. Is that the gist? Something of it? like that. I mean, you know, that's an eye. Oh my god. Well, I mean, I also <laughs> I'll, taught I'll my kids. No, I'll tell you something. Well, when I was a kid, I yeah. couldn't have my stocking on my door because of the idea of a stranger coming into my room. So my stocking had to be on my parents' door. So if the idea of an elf walking around the house while I was asleep, that would have right? creeped That's the shit out of me. <laughs> right, me too. That's why I'm like, wait a minute, let me make sure I have this right. This effing thing is stalking your kid. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, Things we do to kids, you know? I mean... I don't know why more of us aren't arrested for shit like that, you know? Well, that's maybe why we're all such fucked up adults, yeah. you know? That's why we're here today. Cece seems like one of the more normal people we've had on our show, actually. Like, yeah. grounded, right. not stressed out, loves her job. I know. You know, doesn't seem to be bitter or angry at yep. fucking anything, you know? Right. Does anything make you mad? Go with the flow. Yeah, that's a good question. What, what gets you riled up? mad? People being like rude for the oh, I'm trying to think what and general incompetence. Yeah. It's like and just mm. it, it's just respect. I suppose it all stems down to respect. So if you're arranging to do something and then you don't do it and don't let anyone know, that sort of thing annoys me. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's about yeah, it's just generally how people treat each other sometimes. I'm just like, why can a person do that to another person? That yeah. gets me annoyed. Okay, so like, it's weird, because I mean, I've, I've been to London before. I don't know if you live in London. I'm not going to ask you where you're no. in. We'll just generally say no. UK. But like, I don't I like know, London. <laughs> I, I, I kind of don't either, to be honest with you. Because it's I'm very, scary. There's too many people, and it's too bustly. I'm just like, nah, I like the forest. Just send me back to the forest. And nobody wants to look mm-hmm. at you. Because I mean, I'm kind of, <laughs> yeah. I would say I'm in everybody's face, you know, but... You can't go without missing me. And it's like, it's like, I. You like to talk yes, to people. You I'm love people. Shit. Like, you love to talk to people. I go into yeah. the shop and I'll have yeah. a little chat with the girl when I'm buying my stuff and that sort of thing. I was in London and it was back when I was smoking actual cigarettes and I went to buy some cigarettes and I was just making general chit chat and she was looking at me like I was from another planet. I was like, do people not talk to each other in London? My friend was like, no, you don't, you don't talk to anyone. You don't even smile at someone in London. I was like, shit, no. I'm in the wrong place. I'm going back home. Yeah. <laughs> It sounds like New York. New York City is it's like that. Not, not right? for me, it's not. Have you ever been to New York before, Cece? Have you been to the U.S. before? No. I've only went to Florida when I was a kid. Oh. 
do you want to come to the U.S.? Do you want to visit? Or does it just sound too scary and shit showy to you? It depends what you're going to say next. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're in good, you're in good company here. I, I just know that a lot of people who haven't really been here before, you know, pretty much think that it's all guns and freaks and, you know, danger and stuff. And yeah, it's not. I mean, we've got, what, right. 330 million people that live in this yeah. country. So it's just, you only hear you know, about the bad stuff. Yeah. You do. Yeah. And there is a lot of yeah. good stuff that goes on here too. But yeah. No, honestly, that, I'd like to go there. There's things I'd like to see and do there, but it's a case of if I get there, I get there. If I don't, I don't. It's not the all or end all. Not the end of the world. Yeah. And we have fantastic camping. Like it's a complete lifestyle oh, yeah. here. Yeah, I've like, heard that. People take it very seriously because we've got some absolutely amazing places. I mean, just Yellowstone. If you just go to Yellowstone, I mean, my Grand gosh, Canyon. Yeah, Grand Canyon. Yeah, another wonderful place. Yeah, lots of good hiking around there yeah. too. You'd you'd enjoy it. Yeah, uh-huh. in fact, I'd almost say if you're ever able to come to the U.S., you'd probably want to consider somewhere in the Southwest. Do the Grand Canyon. Yeah, maybe go to Vegas just because you know Vegas is just a insane shit show. But if not, <laughs> then then don't just do the nature stuff. You know. Yeah. <laughs> she curled her nose up, so she's like, "Yeah, no, I'm good." <laughs> I might just like wander through during the day when it's all right. I drive through. Just, just to say I've been there and I've seen it and then be like, and now can I find the country? All right, let's go back to like the uh, the plateaus of like Utah or Colorado or something like that where you're mm-hmm. out in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I like a little bit of... Yeah. Cece and I are a lot of like in that regard. I'm so like, I could live in the forest for the rest of my life just with the animals and be perfectly content, never hearing another human voice. Yeah. Mm. I'm so with nature. Yeah. So I like yeah. I like to be able to have like my comforts of home. So I like my TV, I like my laptop, I like my phone, mm-hmm. and I like a gin and tonic, but I just want to be in the middle of nowhere with it. <laughs> <laughs> so if there's, if there's a way that I can be in like a little hut somewhere with all my comforts of home, mm-hmm. but with, with mm-hmm. a yurt. Yeah, that would be great. <laughs> just yeah. occasionally yeah. go out somewhere and see people right. just for my social recharge and then go back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> see now jay i can i can see how uncomfortable he is just us talking oh, I know. about it's it just, he oh, is God, I'm like, watch it off an me. extrovert yeah jay is a huge extrovert he loves people he loves all that high energy and all the noise and i mean you love the conventions right love you it. just yeah i go to a convention it drains me out i'm down for a week afterwards i'm like blah, blah, blah. yeah i was just not jay. i was just in vegas for like three four days last week jay's like yeah. Woo-hoo. <laughs> you know it's, it's it's a lifestyle it's part of my thing so it's what i do mm-hmm. uh so hey you know we're actually coming up to that point in the show where we need to yeah not necessarily say goodbye for now but Goodbye for now. Um, yeah. I want to, <laughs> uh-huh. I want to uh, let all of our <laughs> listeners know how they can find CC, whether it's on her social media, her shows with Babe Station, or just in general, you know, because I highly encourage anybody and everybody who's listening <laughs> to this episode of Seat of Your Pants to find this babe from Babe Station and be a fan. And give yeah. her lots and lots of money. Thank you very much. You can do that. I would like that. Yes. It's very easy to find. <laughs> I, I'm actually quite lucky and gifted with my name. That If you type it into Google, I'm the only one that comes up. Perfect. That's awesome. <laughs> Wonderful. There's, there's nothing worse than getting mistaken for someone else, you know? Right? Mm-hmm. So it's C-I-C-I, C-C Anders. And is it pretty much that way across the board, whether it's Twitter or Instagram or Babe Station or anywhere else? Yep. 
I make it nice and simple for everybody else, as simple as I like it for myself. <laughs> that's the best way to do it. Well, you heard it, folks. CC, that's C-I-C-I, CC Anders. And uh, do you have a website, too? I don't, to be honest. I just filter everything. I just say that anyone can find me through Google. It's easy enough, and that's it. Okay. Well, there mm-hmm. you have it. Mm-hmm. Well, CC, I just want to say thank you so much for being our guest today. We had a lot yeah. of fun. Hopefully we covered mm-hmm. similar to what you maybe thought you were going to be talking about. I mean, I had a lovely time. Yeah, I mean, it was, <laughs> oh, was, good. Yay. Was there anything that you wanted to say that maybe we didn't give you an opportunity to? Yeah. No. Right. <laughs> I came on. To, I came on to this with no expectation. I was just like, we just go on there, chat. She's so chill. Oh That's my god, I love you so much. You're so chill. Okay. Well, great. Okay. Well, thank you so much for joining us, and we will see all of you mm-hmm. again next time, or hear all of you again next time on an episode of Seat of yeah. Your Pants. Yeah.